fallan tantas otras Nunca te podía complacer What? Why are you so afraid of rats? Why are you so in love with them, rat catcher too? You know what I think? I think you have a serious case of daddy issues. I have no issues with how much I love my father. Although he was a genius. We lived homeless in the streets of Portugal because of his... burdens. He built the machines I employ today and taught me the secrets of calling the rats. They brought us trinkets to live on. And they kept us warm at nights when we would have frozen. But eventually, my father's burdens became too heavy to carry. And he was gone. I took his machinery and came to America. It is a dream, right? But I was arrested for armed bank robbery. Do you believe it? State considered the rats a weapon. What? You remind me of my daughter. The reason I'm here. Why are you so afraid of rats? My old man. When I was a lad, if I didn't finish a task right, he would dole out the punishment. And one day he just locked me in a crate for 24 hours. And it was full of starving rats. As imperfect my father was. He loved me. I wish I could give that to you. Don't you worry, eh? I'm gonna get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Welcome! To Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. And also with me, continuing, I have Clean. What's the word, Clean? I'm do it for the coach. That's the word, Clean. <laughs> and so, uh, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be reviewing spoilers of The Suicide Squad. All right. Hold your applause. Anyway, just a tidbit before we begin. Daniela Melchior, the woman who played the Rat Catcher 2. Oh, that's her name, Daniela? Yeah. I think she's Portuguese. Well, she's from Portugal. Not from, what? Yeah, Portuguese, right? She's a Portuguese. Uh, I know that, uh, I don't know if this is going to have any connection, 
but I do know that uh, uh, Tina Marie had a song called Portuguese Love. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty. No, anyway, but no, no. Uh, I mean, she's, she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's, she's from Portugal. She's from Liz, Lisbon, Portugal. Um, she's pretty, pretty young lady. Very pretty. And um, it, 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 you can really see it in the movie because she was like covered in threats. I can see it. I can see it because I was kind of like she looked dirty. I was like, you know what she said? She said that uh, if I'm not mistaken, he said that she actually when she sent in her picture, she almost didn't get the role because she was too pretty. <laughs> so I think she had to. I don't want to see it now. <laughs> but um, but you know she's supposed to play dirty. But yeah, when I saw her, I mean, she, I was like, yeah, she's like the dirty cute girl. You like the parvish, like the parvish cute. Yeah, she looks pretty cute, girl. but cute kind of like in a innocent type of way, not cute and damn. This girl is fine, you know. Like she kind of looks young. Everybody, I mean, she is young because I feel old. She's twenty-four. Okay. I, I knew. She was born in nineteen ninety-six. The uh, the year I was in eleventh grade. <laughs> That's when she was born. <laughs> but she's cute, cute young lady. Yeah, she did the voiceover for the Portuguese version of Into the Spider-Verse. And she played the Rat Catcher too in this film. Yes. So we about to go ahead and get into it. We're gonna talk about the spoiler of, I'm about to say the Watchmen, of uh, the Suicide Squad. So, what caught me, what caught me by surprise, because I, I let me ask you this, like, I didn't know what to really expect. I knew that a, it, there would be a lot of deaths in this movie. I didn't like how the first one was done in the first film, where they, you know, they, you know, the guy, I guess he jumped ship or whatever, and then he blew him up, blew his head up, or whatever the case may be. After he just tried to bounce, even though he knew that he had a chip in his head. Like, I didn't understand that part of it. Um, but this one was done a lot better. The second film was done a lot better. I did like the death scenes. I mean, like it was a lot gorier. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, like I, I didn't know what to expect. So, so what about you? What did you What did you expect? Because you didn't you? I don't know. I could be wrong. But didn't you like didn't have faith in this film at first? So I remember I had to tell you James Gunn did it. You like yeah, but. Yeah, after that first one, you know, it's kind of hard to be <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> you know, it was just like, ooh. Ugh, say, hey, they're going to come out with another Suicide Squad. You going to see that in the movies? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, uh, we, we, more than likely, we're not going to do that. <laughs> because I'm just going off of the first one. Yeah, it wasn't a lot, a lot that I expected. I knew it was going to be good because of James Gunn, but I didn't know how it was going to be good. I didn't know how it was going to connect to the DC extended universe, but I would say when we first started, I think we started it off with uh, Savant. Like that's who we followed. Like that was the main character, so to speak, for the first, for the beginning of the film. We followed Savant. And then as I was watching it, because I, just to let you know, I was in the movie theater by myself. I don't know if I mentioned that in the spoiler free version, but or the non-spoiler version. 
But um, when I was watching it and I saw everybody and I was trying to remember, I was like, all right, so I remember Bloodsport and I, I don't, I said, I don't think they're going to kill Elder Elba off. I wasn't sure. But then I'm watching it and I'm like, you had the javelin, you had um, uh, uh, TD, was TDK, detachable kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was really crazy. Yeah, and then um, who else did they had? Uh, who else did they have? Your mongal. But see, I thought she was going to survive because Mongrel, Mongrel, or whatever the the father's name is, fought Superman. I know she was going to survive just for the simple fact it's just too obvious. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, she's dying. Because I thought, but she's super strong though. Like she, right, but it, it, it still is just too obvious. I was like, they're gonna find somewhere to kill her. Pretty much they did. They did, yeah. Um, army. Army. Right. Well, it, not, it, not army, but yeah. Army. Yeah, I, I was I, I felt like they, they really lessened her for this film. To kill her off. Wait, we, we, we're gonna get back to that. So so we meet all of these people. We meet um what's what's the other the other gentleman's name? Blackguard. Played by the guy from Saturday Night Live. I can't think of his name right now. But who had two gold guns on his chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy's like died, die, uh, pretty much as soon as possible. So it was like I knew this guy before. Right. And that was the thing when I looked at everybody, I said, you know what? I don't think everybody on this podium is going to survive when they. Yeah, I was like, he's going to die. Like I think I thought Boomerang may last. But I was like, yeah, I thought die. Boomerang was going to last. Uh, Wait, we get we get back to that. We'll get back to that. Yeah. So and and uh, what's the what's the, the weasel? That shit looks. Oh, the weasel. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, kind of did. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so watching it, you know, and then um, then Harley Quinn comes along, and then she's like, "Yeah, I, I knew was, she was going." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we figured it. I I thought Boomerang. You know, when I saw Harley Quinn come on, I was like, "Oh, I felt comfortable." That okay, Harley Quinn, Boomerang. Weasel, I wasn't sure. No, I thought Weasel was gonna die. Um, I thought maybe Savant may I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure just yet. Because they focused on him. And I was like, they're focusing too much on him. He may die. But when he was like all super cool and stuff, they show him jump in the water, they show his hair all in the water and stuff like that. Slow, slow uh motion footage of him swimming underwater. And, you know, he, it seems like he do it. Right, right. Everything he knew he was doing, like it's almost like he was the leader, almost defecto leader. Then when the <laughs> then when the weasel belly flopped into the water, <laughs> he like ah, he belly flopped into the water. Yeah, looks like something. Looks like he's throwing a cat's tub. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, and that's what I was. Uh, that's why I used as one of my dislikes. I was like, uh, like how do they not know? They were like the weasel can't swim. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously cats can't swim. That's what I was thinking it was like. We don't like that. They look like a cat. They look like an ugly ass cat. But you know, <laughs> like it's like totally made sense to me. You throw a cat in the water, and it can't. Cats can't swim, can? Okay? They can swim. There's no like water. Most of them. Oh, okay. They can swim. Um, I thought cats would just drown. I thought they just sink to the ah! and then you know sink and die. Like, mm, they, no, they'll they'll be fussing while they swimming. They'll be. <laughs> 
Ice women. No, it was it was some kittens that um I don't know what I don't know what happened, but it was some people on a boat, and some kittens I guess saw them. They were on the island. They were like you know, and the people were just on the boat. I think it was Louisiana or something like that. And the kittens swam over to them. Oh wow! And they kept them. They were like they they grabbed the kittens. They're like, where are you coming from? Is there more? They were like seeing if there were more kittens that were swimming they over. Got all together. Yeah, all the yeah. I guess the the ones that. I don't know if it was more, but the ones that made it, they, they gathered it like two or three of them. Oh, that's cool, man. That was a cool story. Yeah, so but um but yeah, so so Weasel couldn't swim. And then that's when they go into war. So but before they even go into war, because everybody is stationed, your boy Blackguard sells them out. Blackguard sells everyone out. He's like, hey. You know, I, I did what you wanted me to. You yeah, know, once I, saw that, he's dead. I was like, he's dead. Yeah, I was like, yeah. But I didn't know he was going to get his face blown off like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, yeah. Yeah. but that goes back to what I was saying about, well, it wasn't necessarily a decapitation, but in the comic book, he got his head decapitated. That's how he got killed in the comic book. Oh, okay. kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. He got his face blown off. About to blow your boy's face off. Well, no, uh-uh, huh? What was that? It reminded me, remind me of that Saw movie that guy who had that shotgun caller. Oh, was it a lady? No, it was a lady. I think it was in the Saw, uh, uh, Saw Extended Cut or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I, I saw that, and I know you're like, well, you don't like horror movies. How did you see this? Right. I knew somebody who had it, and they were watching it, and I was drunk. It was funny. The guy just kept like laughing at it and rewinding it. And it was like a big gaping hole where this, where this girl's face was. Cause he had like a shotgun shell color or something. It reminded me of that. Oh, okay. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. Okay. But yeah, that, that that was interesting. And then and then all hell broke loose. And then every I was like, damn. I was like, all right, so. Then I saw Harley Quinn start, you know, get the rocket launch. I was like, oh, she's going to be in business. And then, um, and then everybody else, I, that's when, um, <laughs> Mongrel, Mongirl was like, um, I got this. I'm going to take down the chopper. And then she comes and grab, jumps on the chopper. I loved, and that was a like, I liked the way she was started screaming like a maniac. <laughs> Cause at like, one minute she was brave and all of a sudden she's screaming out of fear. She's like, ah! <laughs> She didn't know what she got herself into. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then uh she took down the helicopter, then we look, and it was some type of explosion where we see Boomerang with uh Captain Boomerang with all these straws, the things pricked inside of him. And, and, so I was like, damn. The part was that he was smiling. Right. And I was like, because at first he was in shock. And then I was like, is that Captain like Boomerang? Him. Yeah. And then, and then when that's when Mongrel takes down the helicopter. And the right. propellers behind him, and then uh 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 uh, uh what's her name? Um Holly Quinn. Quinn was like, Boomer! I said, Holy shit, they're about to fucking kill Boomerang. <laughs> and that's when he smiled. I, I, I was like, holy shit, they can't kill Boomerang. <laughs> and he looked at the He's camera and dead. smiled. Yeah, and then that's when the thing came and then uh, like, they to scrape them up. Somebody might come out there and get like some buckets and like get pieces of them and put them in buckets. And I think I think Jack Courtney didn't want to play that character anymore. I, I wonder if they were like they asked like, "Hey, are you tired of playing Boomerang?" You're like, "Yeah, man, I don't want to play." Black, yo, can we do this? We got one scene. 
where we're going to kill them off. They're going to. A lot of people like your character from the first Suicide Squad. Let's kill your character. I like this character. Yeah, those people that like this character. He, he wasn't a top guy, but a lot of people like Boomerang because of because Boomerang was you know insignificant character, but they kind of like, oh okay, Boomerang. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the better Boomerang out of the CW Boomerang. CW Boomerang was a little bit more colder, and Jai Courtney actually brought life into this boomerang where he was more so comedic. You know what I'm saying? Like he would say little stuff, try to antagonize people. You know, it was parts that didn't make sense in the first one where Jai Courtney was kind of like, he, he, like they, when they took the chip out of his head, they shut it off and he left. But then when he walked out, when when the group walked out, he came back, there was no point of him coming back. You know what I mean? So that that part was kind of, you know, a weird uh, thing, but, you know, and but it was cool. Like even when you know uh, Boomerang was on the on the ship on the plane, and he sees uh, uh, Harley Quinn come on, he was like, "Harley, what you doing back?" You know what I'm saying? They gave you that memory, like, "Yeah, like from the first one." You know what you doing back here? I thought you escaped. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was pretty cool. But then yeah, when when they killed him off, I was like, "Holy shit!" And then uh, and then uh, oh, also the weasel allegedly died. Now he was the first kill. When he drowned, the weasel was the first kill, so or the first death, and then we meet the real Suicide Squad. We meet, um, well, we meet Plan B. Plan B, yeah. So the first team was like that's where Clean Me and Clean were talking about before. We talked about the one and two and the chess piece and and the pawn and all of that stuff. Yeah, the first team were diversions. You know what I mean? And then you had the detachable kid who can detach his arms and he was slapping people with his arms, he wasn't even punching them. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, and then they ended up shooting his arms up and he's like, you know, dying Straight of blood down. loss. Ah! <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had uh, the javelin, you know, he got shot up and he gave his javelin to Harley Quinn. And then they took Harley Quinn captive. And so, and, and Flag. Well, Flag, he got captured by someone else, another group. We will get to that later. And so, but uh, that's when we meet Plan B, as Clean put it. And then we meet the people on the inside. And where I said the movie was similar to Cabin in the Woods, we meet the people working with um, uh, Amanda Waller. We meet them. They're over there gambling on who's going to survive, just like on uh, Cabin in the Woods. You know? The thing I like so much about that scene is because it sets, it sets it up where you think main character is going to be one character and then like out of nowhere the real main character is going to be I thought that was right 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 yeah that was really cool and so um and then we find out that they're there to get information no actually um Five, what was it? It wasn't to destroy it was to Star Wars, yeah. The records, yeah, the records, of, of, yeah, of a, of, a, of a government, an American plan, uh, an American secret mission, or something like that, right? And they were in there to destroy the evidence, so. yeah. And come to find out, the uh, America was behind this whole operation the whole time, correct? You know, and a lot of people didn't know about it, they just wanted to cover their tracks, so basically, right. it was based it off reality. You know, just <laughs> basing off reality, and um, pretty much what they've done to almost every Latin, almost let every Latin American country. Oh, you know, in um, in South America, right? Pretty much, you know, America went in there 
and started a group. <laughs> mm. You know, they've done it like numerous times. Right. You know, they, like, did, they did an they African. They tried to do it in Cuba and they ended up biting in the ass, you know, with the damn pigs. And, uh, you know, like pretty much all of those guys got massacred. Uh, well, all American soldiers got massacred. Mm. Got massacred. Because they wouldn't send me any help. Kennedy wouldn't send them any help. Why? Because uh, they wanted to keep it low key as if they had nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah, they were trying to pretty much keep it low key as possible. But by that time, you know, everything pretty much uh, came out into the open and it was like a real big scandal. Over it, you know? they, they looked at it. It, the army almost to the point. And, and it probably, like, a lot of the, the military commanders uh, supposedly really turned on Kennedy. And that could have lead, led up to his assassination. That's that's something that mm. he always said that may have led to his assassination. Mm. Is that you know he let those people die that they are pigs. So it, it, it's you know it's like in it, it's in conspiracy theories. Right. <clears throat> right. Right. But yeah, man. And so so we that's when we meet the Plan B Suicide Squad. We meet Bloodsport. We meet. Peacemaker, we meet Ratcatcher 2, we meet Polka Dot Man. Who else? Is that it? Yeah, Polka Dot Man, Ratcatcher, King Shark. King Shark. Yeah, King uh, Shark. The lovable King Shark. Peacemaker and Bloods. Yeah. And we find out their backstory and we find out uh Bloodshot was basically um what's what's the word where you um uh, were you were you taking advantage of? I can't can't think of the word where they, they, they were dangling his daughter over his head. That's the word, right? Um, and like he he's pretty much in jail for what shooting Superman with the kryptonite. Yeah, he's he's in jail for suit. Yeah, which is cool. You know, like, I'm like man, shit. Yeah, who's gonna mess with you in prison? Like man, I shot Krypton, I shot Superman with a kryptonite. Who, who messes with you? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Man, let me stay away from them because you damn near killed Superman. Right. That, that's a great. I mean, that's a great feat. You get props in prison for that. Yeah. I, I yeah. Assume, you know. Yeah. And or if you went to Chicago, they'll try to kill you to, to actually get your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Chicago. <laughs> right. Chicago would be like, "Oh, you killed Superman. Oh, we want to kill you." <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. We killed the man who shot Superman. Yeah, the man who almost killed Superman. <laughs> right. So. So, uh, but yeah, you know, but but it's interesting that you know like i was saying earlier with um deadshot deadshot had a great chemistry with his daughter um that's all he thought about blood sport the total opposite he didn't want he, he couldn't stand the wife he thought the wife was crazy or not the wife but the woman he had kids with was crazy he didn't really mess with the daughter he even told his daughter to stay away from him and don't date anybody like him you know what i'm saying and they had a big loud shouting match back and forth and and then from that point we meet Peacemaker and he's a he's a he's a stick up ass, you know, type of deal. I mean he's just uh straightforward. Well he, he tries to government stooge. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, he, and he makes you think that he's not like the time where he got everybody together to start drinking, you know what I mean? Cause he made blood sport look like he was he was the stick in the mud type of thing. You know what I mean? He was like, Oh, you know, you're that guy that's gonna gonna drink drink uh once you know what i mean so he did have that make you think that he wasn't that guy but it man, makes sense though because i mean you know like uh one thing americans like to do 
Midway's in that line of work, really, you know, borderline alcoholics, you know, so it made sense, you know, borderline alcoholics, you know what I'm saying, like, um, you know, very misogynistic, you know, like, just, you know, especially when it comes to strippers and dancers and stuff, because they look at that as, you know, it's a lot of toxic, toxic masculinity kind of mixed in. So. Hmm. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Now, is there toxic femininity? Yeah, it's toxic femininity. I mean, if it could be toxic masculinity, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I don't think it was. I, I think that word was brought up just for it to be one word. I don't think it was meant for it to be toxic, toxic femininity. <laughs> I think it is, though. I mean, <laughs> no, nah, it is. It is. It is. They, nobody. They won't. They won't bring it up. They won't yeah, bring it up. It's just like the anything, you know. <laughs> and I do believe it's toxic masculinity. Masculinity. That word is valid. A lot of things is just not used in a valid context for sometimes. But mm. this is of toxic femininity. Yeah, you know, so uh, you know, like anybody can really be a toxic person. It, it, Holly, it, it, Holly it, Quinn is toxic femininity. I mean, well, she's a toxic period. <laughs> 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 so, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say well, toxic femininity, you know. But um, you know, I believe I don't, I don't believe this is like the concept of toxic masculinity. It's, it's nothing like that's the counter side of that. You, you can have you got toxic men and toxic women and the problem is is that it's, it's just a, a, a lot of toxic men and women in the world you know that's why it's kind of messy yeah 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 like yeah, being like, in like, bars you know, stuff like that. and stuff like that so it kind of like really fits his character because he's kind of some of he's, like i said he's he's a very right-wing type of, of, of he's he's a very white ring kind of when you're concentric type of character. Yeah, what did you do? What, what did you do that was toxic? I'm trying to remember. Like two old women. I'm trying to remember. Well, I mean, toxic masculinity isn't something that's more so that that when oh, I thought you said misogynistic earlier. Yeah, mis misogynistic. Um, he probably I, was. I, I just can't it, remember. It wasn't anything that he particularly did. Uh -huh. But toxic masculinity doesn't really always necessarily deal with you know like. Uh, being misogynistic towards women. Like, excessive drinking is part of toxic, toxic masculinity. Because toxic masculinity is machismo that's kind of like out of control. So meaning that like, if you're doing things that's considered more so male-centric, but it's like, you're out of control with it. Like over, you know, binge drinking is toxic it's somewhat he wasn't drinking like that. He only had two drinks. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not saying him, but I'm just saying from that type of... I think you just wanted to use that word clean. No, I mean, in that type of group, you know what I'm saying, very alpha male type of group, he's, that, he's the type of character like that. Now, like now you can say, I, I, I agree with you with the, um, probably necessarily in the club, but I would say when him and Bloodshot Bloodsport was having that competition of how many people they could kill. Right, I wasn't saying that for him. I'm just uh. saying that he would kind of fit that character. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Because it, that's kind of like fits the characteristics of somebody in that character. Mm. So, like, it, who 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 would be like a government assassin? Right. They pretty much kind of fit that mold. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, so so we we visit uh, many different groups. We find out that. Uh, I don't say many different groups. We find out that Bloodsport actually has a fear of rats. They didn't know that. And they put 
Ratcatcher on the same team with Bloodsport. And they're like, oh, like, you know, like he's saying that, well, I'm not, you know, why didn't you mention that you have a fear of rats? He was like, well, I'm a, I'm an assassin. I'm not going to tell you what my, you know, what my uh, weaknesses yeah, are. Those guys are not going to tell you, you know, like, you know, like I got a phobia or something, you know, like that's something you keep to yourself. So, you know, like. Right. Like, you know, and that was funny. That was hilarious where he, uh, where King Shark got ready to eat. Uh, rat catcher too and you know she basically turned the rats on him and then uh what you would call it was like uh woo! <laughs> like he was screaming and shit fucking blood sport because he was afraid of rats that was that was hilarious right right you know i'm hungry you know he like the incredible hulk of the uh of the crew almost you know because he was taking a lot of stuff i was like yeah, they, they sent y'all on this right right yeah no, no food, food. Yeah. <laughs> that is true right? they didn't have any food for them <laughs> yeah man so i i really thought that when they were going through because they were going going through looking for rick flag and they were just taking out a group of people like uh it was a group of people that kidnapped Rick Flag and they were just taking them out left and right. I, and I and I first thought about it, the guy because mostly when you see factions that supposed to represent evil, whatever, they're kind of mean to each other. And that's where you see your favorite word of toxic masculinity. They're trying to up one up on one another and do little crazy stuff to one another. You know what I'm saying? This one, it was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna get you something to drink. Do like thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, that, they're pretty nice. So I was thinking, like, wait a minute, why? That's, that's strange. You really don't see like people so nice like that toward one another. And the next thing you know, that's when King Shark comes and eats one of the guys and shit. And they go through. Uh, that's when uh, Bloodsport and uh, uh, Peacemaker have a little uh, out uh, competition, see who can yeah, outdo one another, huh? Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? And so they uh then we come to find out that uh they were freedom fighters actually they were on their side right now the problem i had I, I i felt it was a dislike i said that um one of the characters i said which character was it uh it was the freedom fighter i said that she was too carefree after her men were killed that's what i felt i felt like i felt like shark king shark when he like threw up her finger threw up uh somebody's finger I felt like it should have been her fiance. I feel like she was like, oh, that's Richard. You know what I'm saying? That would have been like, oh. That would have been great. I mean, it was already a holy shit moment. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. You, you kill a whole bunch of people you weren't really supposed to kill. Right. But, I mean, it, it really makes sense that they would kill them because, I mean, they, it doesn't look like they had any intel on what was really going no, on. No, no. Yeah, because, see, this is the thing. You know, like when they killed all of those people, and they killed the people who was actually up. I think that really happens a lot with like the military. Like <laughs> they go in somewhere, they kill a whole bunch of people, and it's like, dude, 
you know, these were enemy pets. These were just regular people. Right. I mean, yeah, kids. I mean, who, like that. Yeah. They're babies. I've seen when I, when Clinton was in office, they killed. It was a baby they threw in the trash can because one of the soldiers killed the baby. It was like a dead baby, and I remember I seen him throwing a dead think, baby in the trash. I think that's can. why he did that too to really kind of show like how the government. You know, the right. US government does stuff like mm-hmm. that. They'll send you on a mission. You don't even know. You don't got to go into it. Into, right. And you end up killing, you know what I'm saying, some of the people who are enemy combatants who may have helped you. Or, or just innocents. Just, no, just, just innocent. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and I, and I didn't like how Amanda Waller was, in this one, she was too, she was almost idiotic. Like, she wasn't, like, like she, she, she wasn't, she didn't pay attention. I mean, it wasn't her fault that Bloodsport um, she knew that Bloodsport was afraid of rats. I, I I would take that away. But it all adds up to the fact that she knew Weasel couldn't swim. She didn't know if Weasel could swim or not. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, the other part was not knowing you know, who's on whose side. The thing is, Because she sent them in. She sent them in to take out all of those people, so it wasn't their fault. I was thinking that, but the thing I was wondering is that, did she not know, or did she just didn't care? Which part? Like, did she not know the characters? You know all of these things about the characters. No, she didn't or know because did remember. No, she remember when they said something about it. She was like, nobody knew Weasel could swim. You know, she she asked the question. Oh, yeah. You know, and then it was what was the other part? It was another part too. Like talking about why you didn't you tell me you were afraid of rats? And that's when he was like, I I don't have to tell you I'm afraid of rats. You know what I'm saying? So so it, it kind of was like she didn't know, you know what was going on type of thing. And even with Savant, what was Savant thing? Yeah, like Savant, he's a he's a computer hacker. Why you got him out in the field? Did they say he was a computer hacker in the film? No, in the comic book, he's a computer hacker. But they didn't say what he was in the film. But my thing is, I'm going off of what you what you are in the comic book. So why do you have this dude in the field if he's a computer hacker? You know what I mean? I mean, he may not be. He may just be the guy with the long hair. You know what I'm saying? They can shoot a pistol because that's that's what they have in the comic books. Yeah, but um, but you know, other than that, you know, kill birds and stuff. But you know, that came back on them. Oh yeah, I that's the other thing too because I think was it was it a canary? What kind of yellow bird was that? That wasn't a canary, was it? Yeah, it was. And uh, so like he killed the canary, and so what happened was when Savant at the beginning when everybody was getting killed, Savant tried to run away. And she warned him, don't run. And he ran, tried to swim away, and she blew his head up. And then that same uh, type of bird came down and started eating his flesh and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I, I, I did feel like the uh, Freedom Fighter should have been more hesitant or a little bit more angry. Like, I mean, she tried to stress a certain type of anger, but it turned it almost comedic. You know what I'm saying? Like your whole Freedom Fighter team, like I'm pretty sure they knew each other. It wasn't like y'all, y'all a bunch of Freedom Fighters and y'all don't know each other. You know what right. I'm saying? Like you, you, you had to know. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like it should have been more compassion for her team, a little bit more anger for it yeah, to really I, I mean kinda, something. I really felt the same way. Yeah. I was like, wow, it was like you really, you really not a compartmentalized. Right. She's like, well, I'm just trying to get them killed. She just like kept it moving. Yeah, she was like, she was like, um, she worried about the rat waving at her. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> your team was just killed. You ain't, yeah, you ain't worried about your no, rat that's waving at you. But you know, but I, I, I did, I did find it interesting. I think it really got good when, of course, they tried to save Harley Quinn, 
Harley Quinn saved herself. And she and there was no um. They in said the most awesome way too. Yeah, they they, they said she did. Uh, uh, Margot Robbie did her own choreography. Not choreography. That's dancing, right? When uh, like you don't have a stunt double. She did her own stunt. Yeah. Oh, oh, she did her own stunt. Yeah. Choreography is pretty much the just the whole uh, art of finding out how to move throughout that whole scene. Right, right. Like she, well, I, I guess so. And that, and that scene, that particular scene, I guess so, because she, she actually did it where she got the keys and she put it in the lock and turned. She did. She knew how to do all of that. And they were talking about that. Um, 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 James Gunn was talking about that on the talk show with Margo. He was like, he was just so, he was so intrigued on how like she knew how to do all of that, get the key and put it in the lock with her legs and you know what I'm saying just wow. using her feet and I was just like oh okay so she needs to be a for real <laughs> I know right <laughs> so well, who uh, knows he may be one so you know and she she winds up escaping um I think they did a call back with the flowers and stuff in the background that was a call back to birds of prey when she went inside the uh police station and was like shooting stuff with the the, the, I thought that the, was actually like the Fetty like, and paint and stuff. But, I, I thought that was more so for a ratings issue because the movie's kind of bloody. I thought that was a way to kind of like tone down the amount of, 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 of blood, of bloodiness. But uh, that's just me, though. But you go ahead. Oh, I mean, I. I feel it, like, I mean, but it made it made the scene more interesting. It really worked. You know, it did. It did work. It really I, I just because it, it felt like it was already. I mean, it wasn't like it had nudity in it. It didn't have any nudity, so it was straight blood. Uh, yeah, I think, so I don't like, think they're gonna make it certain, rated X. Well, I think like you have to a certain amount of blood in there because they kind of go by numbers, like in terms of rating stuff. If it's too much, you can get an NC rating just off the board of violence. But but that but do you think they had more gore than a horror movie? Yeah, it was kind of up there. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I know they like Terminator. Well, yeah, well, Terminator, yeah, the first Terminator, I think it had a lot of, or did it? I can't remember. I haven't yeah, seen Terminator. It was, it was or Alien. Cool. I mean, you know, fingers rolling around. You got people being burnt alive. You got, like, some, you know, people being, you know, pretty much mangled where you just seeing them. You got faces being blown off, like, multiple times. I don't think I don't think it, it beat Saw or Final Destination in Gore. See, the thing is, I think with Saul, like, it's not just all throughout the movie. It kind of happens, like, in certain, in certain shots. I, I don't know, though. That's what I'm thinking. No, I, I, just, I just figured it was just a callback to that. But I, I don't know. That's kind of like what I was thinking it was. But it may not have been, you know. But, it, I mean, they did the same what it Like I said, it worked. Right. Right. And then, and then um, and so they, they saved Harley Quinn. And we know this, too, with um, Bloodsport. He, he projects his issues with his daughter onto Ratcatcher too, you know, like like the like she's explaining, or I forgot what was said, but he was kind of like, oh, you know, you got your daddy issues. Like, nah, me and my daddy had a great relationship. I wish I can give the relationship I had with my daddy with you and your daughter. You know what I'm saying? She could give that to yeah, you. Much yeah, she flipped it. But she was nice about it. She was, I mean, that she's not a, she wasn't a, a spiteful person. Yeah, she she really it. meant it. She really meant it. 
But uh, you know, if she had some she had, she had some spice on it, that would be spicy. You know what I'm saying? To flip it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I felt like that was that was pretty interesting. You know what I mean? And, and come to find out, her father in the movie was Taika Waititi, who directed who's directing uh, Love and Thunder, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and um, who directed um, Thor Ragnarok. Thank you. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I, and I didn't notice that till like till the end when they were talking. But um, uh, I think they were on. I know when they were talking about the rats keeping them warm and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was kind of like, oh, that's Taika Waititi. You know, interesting. You know, so I didn't I, know who that was, but I was just like, oh, this is a special moment. Right. Make us, uh, uh, make us compassionate for the rats. Right. Right. Another thing too, I I kind of um, glided over was. Stinky, stinky, uh, stinky Harley Quinn, man. That, that, like, they had left her in a hole. Then they threw a dress down here and told her to put it on. So she's still stinking. They didn't, they didn't let her take a shower. She put the dress on in the hole. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to bring you up and then wash you. Then here, put on the dress. No, she put on the dress when she was, and, and we don't know how many days she was in that hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we don't know none of that stuff. So she may have put the dress on. Then when it got back, she may have like took a shower. Then, but the dress is dirty now. I mean, they went and washed the dress too. <laughs> not stinky, Harley Quinn. We not we not gonna. She's not a sex symbol anymore. She lost that. She is stinky. Was she ever a sex symbol? Yeah, you niggas love Harley Quinn. Motherfuckers, I won't say niggas, but dudes love Harley Quinn. Yeah, I'm not one of them. I'm, you know, Harley Quinn is a okay I she was character. Just like, you know, like a teenage girl's, you know, uh, somebody who they really wanted to, or or, or drunk college girls, somebody who they always wanted to cosplay. Oh, I had a Harley Quinn T-shirt. Some white dude tried to press me on the T-shirt. I guess because he wanted it to be his lady. I don't know. It was very weird. It was at Dragon Con. I had on a Harley Quinn T-shirt, and the dude was like. Yeah, are you rocking, you rocking my girl or something like that. This is weird. It's just a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Back to the movie though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so and then we get to, they save Harley Quinn, as I mentioned, and uh, they go look for the Thinker. And, you know, Thinker, we've seen him on Flash. Did you see, did you watch, did you watch the Flash up until that point? The, uh, I don't um, know the Thinker is. Kind of, kind of stopped watching the Flash because he just stopped coming in. It just wasn't interesting. Uh, that they had the door. I just, I just no, that know. was my. I like the daughter. The nah, daughter. I mean, it, it, I don't know what it was. It was just. Bad. I know. I think. I think some people might have said that before, but I, that that was one of the heartfelt moments for me. Was when they had the daughter, just trying to see her, you know, like be in her father's shadow and. She's not good enough, and then they lose her. I, I thought it, that it was wasn't, beautiful. It wasn't the start, though. It was kind of like towards the end. I forgot what happened. Mm. I think it was when she kind of turned bad or something. Oh, the, the, yeah, she went to um, she went to Reverse Flash and tried to learn yeah, his power or something like, like that. Yeah. Then <laughs> I kind of stopped watching. Oh, okay. And another thing too, you know, I, I felt like. Harley, back to Harley, she 
she doesn't really play a highly intelligent person. She she's not. Well, I mean, she's she's insane. So I mean, the same like the intelligence will only come out when she's more so. Because it seems like she she has like multiple personalities. Like she she's pretty much insane. Like it's hard to cringe. And she may have like little trace amounts of intelligence that come through from her other persona. Mm. But the intelligence is more so with the Dr. Quinn persona. But uh, I, I know Quinn is her last name too. You know, when she's when she's safe, um, I think she's more so intelligent than like the Hardy Queen. The Hardy Queen, she still has a, a, a trace of intelligence. She's more so insane. And very involved. <laughs> very involved. Right. right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's when we go to the, um, I'm about to say the raft. The raft is totally marble. I think they take it to uh, Jotunheim, Jotunheim or whatever, the area, which is a Norse cosmo- uh, yeah, the, cosmology. That's what the, the Kirk, army. Kirk, yeah. The army. U.S. black site slash army base. Right, right. Where they're holding the secret weapon. Actually, it's Starro, who's uh, the secret weapon. And that's when they set up bombs and they detonate the bombs. But before they do that, you see Shark, uh, King Shark, he meets some new friends that that turn on him later on in the movie. And I was kind of interested when they... Um, yeah, yeah, that was the same. Yeah, they they blow up they blow up the um the building and um trying to get rid of the evidence. Uh they actually free Starro by doing that. Um and also because they use what happened was I think I'm skipping some stuff. They use um what's the what's the guy with the brain? I just said the thinker. They use the thinker to get inside the base. That's how they got inside, because he had access. Because he actually was working on a project for like 30 years or something like that, some astronauts found Starro floating out of space, which Starro said in the line, which made him a, symp- a, symp- a sympathetic villain he, or, or antagonist. He was like, yo, I, I was happy when I was just staring at the sun. You know what I mean? Like he was like minding his own business when the astronauts grabbed him up and put, put him in the ship, you know, and brought him back to Earth. But um, but yeah, but it was these little fish that, that uh, King Shark made, uh, he thought he made friends with, and then when they got free, they all attacked him. But my thing is, they got buildings falling on, King Shark is falling out of buildings, he got buildings falling on top of them, but yet these little fish are hurting him, but they're only going after him. Can, is, is there, am I, am I missing something? No, I kind of wanted to miss something. Like, more fish, but it was kind of like, this is like, only they did, like, I was kind of like, uh, uh, being like, it just kept thinking about, like, everything else going on. But yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. I kind of thought about it, like, briefly. Oh, okay. And, uh, I like the Star Lab name drop when they were talking to, um, a Polka Dot Man, where he said his mother worked for Star Labs and wanted him and his brothers to be some type of superhero or whatever. And so that's all he would see is his mother. That was funny. Yeah, kind of like, <laughs> I guess, you know, cause like Star Labs is pretty much pretty prominently showcased in the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, Justice you know, Star Labs is pretty prominent. 
Right, right. You know, because, you know, CW, that's where the Flash works and stuff like that. It's, it's funny because it seems like it's more shadow, shadow, it's more of a shadow organization or Justice League, as opposed to you know, it's kind of like this benign organization in uh in, in the Flash. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. That's true. You know, it, it's kind of like we we kind of see the juxtaposition. It's two versions of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like well, I work for Star Labs, and you know, we're doing great things. And, right, we're moving things forward. It's like man, uh, like on on, on the Snyder Cut, it's like they're doing a lot of crazy shit. Right. That's really kind of like messing with the fabric of space and time. Right. It's really kind of messing stuff up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of like opening Pandora's box, literally. Yeah, literally, yeah, right, right. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and also, uh, I thought it was hilarious with Polka Dot, where he's like, all I see is my mother. And then all, like, when, when you look through Polka Dot's uh, POV, all he really does see is his mother. Like he'll see right. like the crew, yeah, that, that was yeah. They like Starro when he was like a big ass version of his mother yeah. holding her ankle. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. I, I like Polka Dot. I, like, I, I, I kind of would have liked Bee's mother because I think she's hilarious. Right. I hope. I hope if, if, if they do it right, I don't know if they have a blackboard where they're connecting the dots, but if they're doing it correctly and they go back to Star Labs, they have to have that woman. In Star Lab somewhere, Star Lab. they gotta have her in Star Lab somewhere, you know. And um, Polka and Dot the, Man was really like the most powerful out of all of them. Kind of think of, uh, he was good. He was, because he's really like, well, no, I can't say he's the only one with superpowers because uh, you got what three characters who kind of more kind of hard. <laughs> Yeah, he was, you, you, you got like what, four characters who kind of like they're weird powers. They're not like traditional kind of uh, super strength or light or you know, super speed. All right. They have very different powers, you know. And so, but like out of him, you know, he seems like this dude seems like he's got like the most powerful. They really need to like watch this dude and make sure he don't die. <laughs> right, right, yeah, because I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, like, like his personality just doesn't fit. But he kind of was like, to be honest, if you want to compare it to the first Suicide Squad, he was the the uh, Diablo guy. Yeah, he didn't want to, you know, like it wasn't that he didn't want to use his power. Like Diablo didn't want to use it. He kind of doesn't want to kill, but he says I have to picture my mother to just to use it. You know what I'm saying on people. So you know. But I, I thought that was interesting. I, I thought like when everything was collapsing, that was very, uh, it was very uh, exciting, you know, exuberating, got your heart pumped. It got my heart pumping. Um, and then and then we get the, and we get the heel turn, the, the John Cena heel turn that we won't get in the WWE, but we'll get in movies where he turned heel on his own team and started killing his team. And he killed Flag. That shocked me. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I didn't expect him to kill Flag. Um, that didn't really, because I was thinking he was going to be a main part, if, you know, play a main part if they had like another movie, if this one did well. I, I, I don't know. You know, like uh, right now, it seems like it's kind of down. But I do think this movie is, is going to be 
supposed to do well just by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't do well in the movie, it's going to definitely do well with HBO Max. So, and I, th- I think definitely people like the movie. I think people don't watch it just like that. They're not watching it. But going back to right. Cena, though, uh, and I, I really didn't, yeah, with uh, Flag, I really didn't see him die just for the you know, possibility of it being a sequel. Uh, that, that was really, like, you know, it, that really was kind of. So, right, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wow, they killed him. Yeah, I'm like, and, and the thing, what the crazy thing was, you can tell Peacemaker didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. Like, you could tell in his face. Like, he, he said he didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, but it was like a more, but he, like when he was on the ground and he stabbed him in his heart and, and his heart was pumping, the blood outside of it, like shooting the blood outside, that, that was dope. Now it was pumping all the blood outside of it. Like you could see the, you could see the anguish in Peacemaker's face. You know what I mean? And he even called him, and he was like, he he looked, he put him on a certain pedestal. He said he was a hero. He's like, hey man, like like last thing I want to do is I don't want to kill a hero. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I thought that was that was interesting. And then they do it where. Uh, Rat Catcher 2 was trying to get away from John Cena because what happened was the reason why he killed Flag was because it was a chip that um, a file a actually drive. a hard drive that um, that that was that needed to be destroyed and so when Flag found out that they were America was the reason behind Starro um, he was like hey we need to get this out to the public and that's when um, a peacemaker, because peacemaker was on the job the whole time, because he even left um, King Shark by himself to kind of like snoop around and make sure that the uh, that that information was taken care of. And so, um, right before you know, like, so the file was taken or whatever, or the disc was taken, and um, right before he kills Ratcatcher two, they say eight minutes eight minutes earlier. And we find out what was going on with the other team. We find it, out. It, it, it was lovely how that all connected. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man. The transition. Transition. Well, was, yeah. Yeah. You know, this pace was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then that's when, um, that's when the building was falling apart. And that's when. We beat the fish that were biting all over King Shark for some reason. That's more powerful than the building falling on top of him. And then, uh, uh, and then that's when Bloodsport found himself in danger, and he kind of like fell, dropped on one of the floors, and the floors would drop down to another floor, and then it kept dropping down. And right, right before Peacemaker was about to kill uh, 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 Rat Catcher, excuse me, Rat Catcher Two. He jumps in. It wasn't a Superman landing, but it was a badass pose when he dropped down to that final floor. And he was trying to, there you go, yeah. And he was trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, with the next, he was trying to figure out what's going on. And you see Ratcatcher 2 on on her back crying as Peacemaker has a gun in her face. And he was like, and I think she yells at him like, he killed Flag, blah, blah, blah. And so they shoot at each other. And it was a comment that was made earlier where um, right right when they first met each other, 
uh, uh, referring to Peacemaker and, and Bloodsport, and he was saying that um, how he's a better shooter than Bloodsport, and he can shoot inside the wound, uh, he can shoot inside the hole that made, you know, like the bullet that made the first hole, he can shoot inside it again with a smaller bullet or something like that, and that's what Bloodsport did. He had a smaller bullet, bullet that went inside his bullet. You probably can name the bullets. No, oh, <laughs> but it's a pretty much all cartoon bullets. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> it's comic books. It's talking about comic books, and we're not talking about real ammunition. First of all, look, nobody can shoot a bullet through another bullet. Like you have to have like superhuman agility and dexterity to do something like how you do. Like I said, cut it. Right, right. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it goes, his bullet, as which is a smaller bullet, Bloodshot's bullet was smaller, goes inside um, uh, Peacemaker's bullet and goes through that bullet and it hits Peacemaker in the throat. And he's like, yo, I got smaller bullets. Then after that, Star Rose released. He's destroying the city. He basically turns all of the military into his own slaves because Starro has a vagina under his armpits. It's a big star and it's a hole under its armpits. It looks like a vagina that shoots out, that secretes little Starros and then they'll latch on to their victims' faces. They, they're like face huggers, like if you ever watch Alien. It's almost like a hive mind where you know like every one of them is right 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 so it's like one he communicates through his uh slaves basically or his right. yeah so and it's kind of cool because you got that one big eyeball looking everywhere or whatever and so uh that's where it got to where clean was talking about earlier the time where people have to acknowledge who they are and do the right thing on both sides inside the division or not the division but in the office um and also with the team build in behind the scenes exactly so you have uh uh uh, uh blood sport realizes yo we got to save the people he wasn't down for it at first but he eventually comes around to like hey we got to save the people he turns around that basically sets off an alarm back in the office and they're like hey they get, they're going off their mission Waller is like, I will kill every single one of you motherfuckers. And that's what really happened in real life. Like, you know, they pretty much would have been all charged with treason. And because this is like a black, you know, this is black operations, mm-hmm. a black ops, they would have been executed. <laughs> mm. So, you know, like, uh, but like I said again, kind of books and movies. Right, right. <laughs> so, go ahead. No, no, you good. So, so uh, that's when, you know, they decide to save the world. Waller is like, I will kill all of you when she gets ready to kill them. People in the office, that's when Clean makes this point. They decide to have a change of heart and do the right thing, and they knock the shit out of Waller. Knock her out, and they're like, hey, we're going to help you guys out, lead you. This is where Starro is. And this is where we get the Avenger Dis. Because <laughs> this is better than the Avengers one. <laughs> this one we also get the big battle scene yeah, yeah this is the big battle scene and so what happened was why, why I say it's the Avengers this because he says what Starro not Starro Polka Dot Man take out his leg no 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 my bad what does he say uh, Rat Catch no he says Harley get to the top but he's giving out 
military precisions. See, Captain America, who was in the military, wasn't giving out military shit. He's just saying shit like he's a regular dude on the street. But this guy here was in the military. So he's like, pick the high ground, uh, 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 Harley Quinn. Um, I forgot. Well, he told uh, 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 King Shark, he's like, yeah, num-nums. Get your num-nums. You know what I'm saying? So num-nums. And he goes, he runs. Then he looks at uh, a polka dot man. He's like, that's your mother. <laughs> so take her out, whatever. So that, uh, but that was the moment I was saying this, where it was like the same exact thing that Captain America did, where he was like, Hulk smash, you know, and yeah. you do oh. this and you yeah, do that. Kinda, of fact, I did kind of see the, you got that, that energy for a minute? Yeah. And that's when your rat, uh, rat catcher got all the rats. And it was cool how they were, you know, like, it, I, it was cool, but lazy a little bit. I felt like they were the way they were taking the weapons from them because it was almost like they were used. They were like, which no, it may, it wasn't lazy. I take that back. It makes sense. Most people can't take their weapon, take a, 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 a blood sports weapon because they're trying to worry about not getting hit. But if you have a bunch of zombie like people that are there to just be a diversion, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'll get hit by this axe while the other person comes and grabs the weapon. You know what I'm saying? And I take the, and takes the ax away. I'll get hit with this fire extinguisher while the other person comes and knocks the fire extinguisher off your arm. That was the thing that they were trying to do. They were just being divergence for one another and, you know, taking out um, Bloodsport and basically unarming him. And that's when you got Ratcatcher 2. She goes, sends all the rats up, um, up of, um, Starro, yeah, and, and and the thing was, when I saw it in the movie theater, it didn't bother me. But when I saw it on TV, my skin started crawling. All the doggone rats that was crawling, like ants. And the Starro was scratching his back against the wall. You could see the rat blood on the building where he was like all the oh yeah, all the rats were on his back, and he was scratching his back like how bears do on the tree. And it was like nothing but blood smeared across the uh, the building. I was like, oh, like that's so gross. <laughs> My skin was crawling. It's all fucking rats. But anyway, that's what uh, Harley Quinn understands what she needs to do with the. Uh... I kind of knew, like I was like, once, once like they went back, she's like, I know what to do with the spill. I said, black device. Right, 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 right. Black device. <laughs> I, said, I already know what they're gonna do with. It. So like, yeah, she did pretty much what I thought she was going. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah, and so um. So when she goes, she stabs uh, Sparrow, uh, Sparrow, Starrow in the eye, which was dope. Like, I was like, damn, did she just jump in the water? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why did it look like that? It didn't look like it was even like a wound. Into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. She just sat up there. I and mean, it, well, all the fluid in the eye. That's true. Yeah. And then all, all the um, rats, they come in, they find the entrance, and they all. Yeah. All the rats go into the eye. Yeah. <laughs> And that, they all like, yeah, they all swimming and biting and stuff. And then dog, she's like, and Harley Quinn is just smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this yeah, is so like beautiful. Yeah, like it's just like just so. I'm beautiful. like, I know she's not gonna die. No, I didn't think she's she was gonna die. I, 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 yeah, right, right. I just thought that she was smiling because she was. It was just a beautiful thing what the rats are doing. Like, like you know, like I mean, she has hyenas for pets. I thought she was smiling because so, she's fucking crazy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I guess it could be both. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, then after that, Starro, you know, before he dies, that's why I say he makes that comment. He says, uh, 
He said, I was happy. I was happier just looking at the stars. And, and you know, and, and he falls out. And I was like, dang, that's, that's messed up. You know, because he was held captive and he was real. Like, even with the thinker, when the thinker was holding him captive, he was like, yo, this motherfucker been torturing me for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, you know, like Starro just like, yo, I'm just being me and y'all motherfuckers grab me up. And, you know, so Starro really. Crazy ass experiments. Yeah, exactly. And you saw the experiment where they took the uh, starfish off of the dude's face. Yeah, and it was like, and I wonder if he, I wonder if he was still being controlled or if that was the regular person there. I, I know, you know, what I'm saying, the United States does. Shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, like shit, just just like you buy me. I mean, I can't say that this reminded me of that, but just saying, it's kind of reminded me. That imagery, you know, that was real, real raw about me. It's like when those pictures of Abu Ghraib kind of got released. And you said of all of Abu Ghraib. That's funny. a black site that was in, uh, I think, Iraq, where they were locking up a lot of, where they were calling terrorists, and they were like, you know, they having like demeaning them that way. You know, women soldiers stepping on them or something like that. Oh, and they all had, they all had them naked. And, and, them and, naked and, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it was really cool. They made a deal. I think uh, that was pretty smart. Uh, Harley, Harley Quinn didn't like the deal that Bloodsport made, you know, to say, hey, you know, we, you know, our, I uh, uploaded all the information. If anything happens to us, any one of us, this this is going to get released. And everybody's going to know. But other than, other than that, free us, let us go. You know, and so they were like, all right, cool. That's why you knew you'll always be a leader. And that was free. And then, then we had we had some um, bonus cut scenes or uh, after credit scenes. We find out that the weasel was alive. You know, the weasel. <laughs> you look at all nasty and stuff. You know, pot belly and stuff. And he runs off with his arms dragging. You know that. You know the person who played uh, that character was uh, James Gunn's brother. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah. He he did that. I think he did the mechanics for um, Rocket Raccoon too. And then James Gunn's brother was uh, the Calendar Man that was in the jail. Oh, okay. Yeah, we would just call him the Calendar Man just because he had mumps on his head. Oh, okay. You know, we would say that. There was some chick that had that had like these tattoos on her face that was clapping when John Cena and um, Ildris Elba came in. But I don't know who she was. I got to go back and watch who she was. But yeah, it was. I was like, she got to be a comic book character because she was like tatted up, and I was like, she kind of looked familiar, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, but yeah, and then we come to find out, you know, um, peacemaker. Yeah, the peacemaker. Peacemaker was still alive. Then we see where uh, I guess uh, 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 Waller had her her workers who knocked her out. She basically punished them, and they got to work with John Cena, um, uh, work with Peacemaker. And so, you know, that's where it's going to go into the Peacemaker series. So they're going to probably be the ones that's going to be on the headset with the Peacemaker. Cause like people killing in the name of American um, American values, it has to continue, and that's the main point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so overall, I really, I really enjoyed this movie, and I think it was better than the Avengers. Do you agree? It was better than the first Avengers. It's kind of funny that I'm actually even thinking about. It. <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta, y'all gotta see the smile on my face because this is the thing. Clean loves the Avengers, the first Avengers. He loves the Avengers, and I just gotta throw up. I gotta throw up any I, Avengers I, I, situation. I, 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 I made, I, I made comments that could, could theoretically. It was better. It's not up there with, with I mean, Infinity War is a cheat code. I mean, that's every. That's like how many movies? How many separate yeah, movies yeah. in one movie? Yeah. Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like all of them, it's a combination. But, you know, like, how, about, how about just those Avengers? How about just those Avengers? You know. It's better than those Avengers, isn't it? You, 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 you really trying to like push the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me leave Cleef for wrong. Uh, clean alone. We'll say it, it's pretty much as good as being knocked out. Yeah. We, we, we don't <laughs> want to. You got something. <laughs> now that's what's up, man. And uh, thank you, Clean, for coming on the show and uh, doing the. I'm gonna say unedited version. Doing the spoiler review version of the Suicide Squad. Thank you for having for being on the show, sir. Yeah, no problem, no problem. And would you like to give your social media this time for the people? You know how it goes. I know social media. I'm like Jada Kiss. Like when he said, "Really, you know, I'm not doing social media." He just came in there <laughs> and he kills it with straight technique. You know, so. Right, right. It's kind of like me, you know. I'm just doing it with technique. You're not gonna do no social media. Like you, you like I'm gonna let Juan have the social media. All right. And I'm not gonna do it. All right. <laughs> do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the, all right. So yes, you can reach me at Critical Blue Reviews. Uh, Critical with the K. Critical Blue Reviews on Instagram. Critical Blue Reviews on Twitter. And Critical Blue on Facebook. Critical with the K. All right. Y'all take it easy. Go out and see the movie. We really enjoyed it. I think you all will enjoy it as well. All right. Well, actually, if you haven't enjoyed it, uh, well, if you haven't seen it, I'm thinking everybody who's watching the spoiler review has seen it. So tell us if you like it or not. You know, hit us up. Tell, tell us what you think. You know what I'm saying? Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell us how you do think that this is better than the Avengers. So we want to make we want to make clean cry. He needs to get emotional sometimes. <laughs> Got to make him cry. Anyway, all right, y'all, y'all take it easy. One. <laughs>